genre. Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Chasing Amy, one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 1, which is quite possibly the greatest oddly haunting music minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. Welcome back, Chris. It's been God knows how long since Mallrats. <laughs> how you been, Jeff? Oh, it's Anything been wonderful. Been good, you, know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, just looking forward to it, just, uh, just trying to figure out how we're going to navigate the uh, choppy waters of chasing Amy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, a couple beers in and, and the choppy water might be swimming through the choppy waters. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was the, uh, the first one where um, before, when we were starting to ask people, like, hey, you want to come on next year? People were like, ah, maybe I'll skip it. <laughs> it's funny. There's people that hate this movie and then there's people who absolutely think this is the best one. Like, they love it. Uh, we'll get into it more. I think this is one that... At the time, was considered probably his best movie, strongest movie, however you wanted to put it. Right. His, like, an adult movie. And I think some people can put on their 2019, 2020 glasses and look back and be like, oh my, look at the stuff they were doing then. Yeah, we're keeping our 90s glasses on. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta remember when this came out. Yeah, yeah. Like, at some point we will point out contemporary movies that were out around the same time and you'll find out like, okay, well, in the grand scheme of things... Maybe this is not any worse than what's right, going on. They're not the worst one, no doubt. Yeah. So, uh, Minute One starts with the Miramax logo and ends with a newspaper clipping. Uh, yeah, it's one of those right off the, beget- the bat here when you get the Miramax logo and then it goes into the, the View Askew thing. It's obvious right from the jump that uh, we're not working with a lot of money here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we uh, we didn't spend big on the uh, the credits. They didn't even, like, uh, splurge for the Miramax. It's kind of, you know, blah. Um, if I didn't know better, when that Miramax logo came up, if I didn't know anything about Miramax, I'd be like, and somebody asked me, what year did this come out? I'd be like, I don't know, 1984? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because that's what it looks like. It looks bad. It, I mean, not bad. I mean, it looks like they did it on a, you know, a tandy computer or something. It looks like I'm about to watch a movie on HBO or Prism <laughs> at like three o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And not knowing what movie it's going to be. You're just like, oh, it's some movie coming on. Could be anything. Could be Conan the Barbarian. Or, you know, or Conan the Destroyer. Could be either one of those. That's it. That's the only choices. Yeah, I was trying to think of the third Conan, but there isn't one, is there? (laughs) Coming up with nothing. (laughs) All right, yeah, it says it's it's bare bones, view askew, you got nothing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We got our first newspaper clipping, outtakes by Eleanor O'Sullivan. Well, when does the music kicks in right when when it says view askew, right? Uh, I think right when view askew comes up, it's there. You hear a couple uh, guitars, you know plucks the the person singing that is dave pernard do you know where he's from you know that i knew nothing about music i am to music what you are to sports <laughs> and just about everything else yeah <laughs> dave pernard i knew right away i could picture his dreadlock hair from the 90s he's the lead singer from soul asylum ah okay well, that makes sense he apparently does the um the music for this he does the score for this movie oh well that's that's good i mean they, i guess they had to get somebody they knew right and this opening song is called a Tube of Wonderful by Dave Perner, but not Soul Asylum. There's another right. song on here that has Soul Asylum involved. But now, I think like you, or even I mean less so than you, I haven't. It's been a while since I've seen Chasing Amy. I'm going in pretty fresh. I did remember that music though. Yeah, and yeah, I, I, I mean I, it's it's immediately associated with Chasing Amy. I got to be honest, I I don't remember a whole lot. <laughs> even that music, I mean, it, it caught me a little bit, but. I, I'm telling you, I think I saw this movie two times. This is definitely not my favorite Kevin Smith, to be honest. Huh. Maybe it'll be your favorite Kevin Smith movie. You haven't seen it in so long. Or I'm going to hate it so much more after one minute at a time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, either way, it's going to be great. I mean, if we're 30 minutes in and you are just pulling out your eyeballs, it's going to be great for me. 
I ha- I don't remember how it ends. That's how that's how long it's been. <laughs> and I may not watch it. I may just go minute by minute and see what happens. Oh, that's what I'm that's what I'm advocating, and I think everybody uh, <laughs> should do that as well. That <laughs> you should have to watch it a minute at a time, or just enough for that week. Whatever guest we're having on, you can just yeah. watch their minutes. Yeah. Well, what's going to suck is if I do that, then the, the guests will know more about the movie than I do. So don't they already? Uh, most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> just like last year, where we're like, "What? Really? That happened?" Oh yeah. Oh, remember you told us Jeremy London, Mike from Recasting Couch, or it was Chris from Recasting Couch, told us that Jeremy London got uh, kidnapped. Oh, yeah. We were, we were <laughs> on the really? ball with that one. Are you kidding me? <laughs> He's like, well, I'm sure you know all about that. And we're yeah. like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, tell me the story. <laughs> so now that I brought him up, speaking of Jeremy London, here we go, right? <laughs> oh, God. We're getting into it already. He's not even in this movie. <laughs> He's not even in this movie. I follow him on Twitter. So I, there's a, a tweet, and it's him talking, but I don't have my sound on. So I click the sound on, and it says, here we go. We're, we're, our names are going to be in this. He says, if you ever talk shit about me, I'm going to tattoo your name on the inside of my lip and suck a bunch of dicks, so you got to go along with me, is what he said. <laughs> so now I'm thinking, i got to find this so I can play it for you. I was going to send it to you. So I, I start looking through it. I can't find it, can't find it. So I click media on Jeremy London's Twitter account. Yeah. Boy, did we dodge a bullet by not getting him on this show. <laughs> oh, my God. There must be a hundred of him just saying random odd things on his uh, Twitter account. I mean, he's probably had a traumatic brain injury or something. Maybe. Maybe when they kidnapped him, they hit him on the head. I'm not sure. I don't want to talk no shit about him because I don't want to be tattooed on the inside of his lip. But <laughs> I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very odd, That's to say the least. I, I really don't see how his sexual habits affect me at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, if your name's there, I guess, you got to take the ride. And then yeah, but he, at the my name's that, lots of places. It doesn't mean anything to me. At the very end of that, that's why I wanted to watch it. He says something like, oh, I might have made a mistake with that one or something like that. And I tried to rewatch it and I can't find it. All right. Now I got to ask the question that everyone listening is asking. Are you, did this happen or was this a fever dream that you no, had? No, no, no. Anybody who listens to this show, go on Twitter, click Jeremy London's name, and then click media. And you'll see, he's saying many, many, many things. <laughs> there was 140 or 240 tweets from him in like three hours. Oh, well, it's a shame we couldn't make meet his price point to get him on here. Yeah, I know. I, know. I, I don't know. We might have been stuck with him for a whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not fair. Uh, yeah, the guys over at uh, Rocketeer get Billy Campbell, and we, we got Jeremy London. <laughs> It doesn't seem him. like a fair trade. We didn't, we didn't even get them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, the first thing that pops up is just a little thing in the Asbury Park Press saying that these guys are uh, – they've self-published a comic book called 37, of course. Uh, of course. Also, uh, I'm pretty and sure – And did you notice the picture? The picture is like literally a still from later in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that woman's a real writer for the Asbury Press because I tried to look her up, Eleanor O'Sullivan, and it's just – there's stuff that she wrote like movie reviews from the Asbury Press. It just sounds like um, him doing a solid for somebody. Yeah. Somebody yeah. he probably liked. Because, you know, he was a, a big reader back at Ponder Rock. Right. I was trying to see. I went past. I got to back up a second. I had a date on it at the top, and I blew her past. Sunday, July 18th, 1994. 1994, yeah. So it's a little bit before when this movie takes place. So uh, we get the credits, and then it starts going. We're not going to not gonna dive deeply into the comics. We'll no, there are a couple later. things I want to point out because there's uh – there's some references. But oh, there's that. definitely some references. Like, yeah. the, I mean, uh, in the first one is Jay dancing, Silent yeah. Bob doing the, um, you know, trying to use the force on a cigarette. <laughs> and the blunt signal. So, And what is yeah. that thing in, in the last frame of the blunt signal? The guy with the exclamation point. I don't know. I, I guess he's supposed to be the bad guy. I, I thought he was like, first I thought he was a Canadian bad guy, but yeah, I don't know. I he thought it was somebody, like, maybe I was missing something comic booky that I should have knew, but. It might be such a deep reference, we don't even get it. Right. 
they're, we're, if they're we're just stupid. In front of the Leonardo stores, there's a clerk reference. So of course, um, there's and the panel. The, there's a panel of them busting in to save uh, RST video, knocking over all the. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's tapes. Randall too, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, and it says mild mannered dope dealers too. Just just to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. He says, yeah, he "Gangway, says, you cock-smoking clerk." Yes, of course. Right when Ben Affleck's uh, <laughs> name comes up on the screen, I'm sure he appreciated that. As this is going on, you can kind of hear Soul Asylum and Dave's voice there as he starts to sing. And we get Joey Lauren Adams thing, and then they give a they get a very special uh, VHS apparently. Yeah, and the the blunt poles, I guess they would be open up. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the comics were all drawn by Mike Allred. I'm sure uh, we'll get into it later. There was a couple of uh, couple of guests who wanted to dive deep on Mike Allred, so okay, we'll good. we'll give them their moment later on. I just want to say I looked him up on IMDb. I won't get into it, but uh, Chasing Amy's not one of his credits on there. So yeah, maybe it's not though because he he just drew comics for it. I don't know. Maybe he's, I don't know. He's in the credits. It says that he's yeah. I, it's not. I think it's next minute where his name actually comes up. Well, there's a couple of them that come up that I looked up on IMDb, and I think they took chasing Amy off their IMDb's so not to be on. Oh, terrific. <laughs> yeah, and we end with another newspaper thing, but we you see that more in the next minute, so I wasn't going to get into that one all that much. The last uh, newspaper clipping. Yeah, I do right. enjoy the uh, the superhero pose that they show, uh, Blunt Man and Chronic there when it says Jason Muse. Oh, well, I mean, he always enjoyed having himself in the uh, the superhero thing. Yeah, he loves that Blunt Man. Uh, outfit uh kevin does yeah well and if you like blunt man and chronic just stay tuned for like three movies <laughs> and, <laughs> and you'll get all you want and more yeah all right i was trying to find something real quick uh i gotta say i like soul Asylum a lot i'm not a fan of that guitar twanging that's going on uh my problem with it is not i liked it for like the first like i liked how at the very beginning that there <laughs> right but as it goes on and on and on. And I seem to remember, now this is again testing my memory, I thought that it keeps happening. It's a little Muppety, to be honest with you. It's not Muppety. I don't <laughs> think it's Muppety. It's Rainbow Connection-y a little bit. I don't know. All right. <laughs> so, since there's not much going on in the first minute, we're going to we're gonna talk about something very exciting, something that people always enjoy. We're going to talk about the budget. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> always the most exciting thing. Did you look up the budget? I did not. All right. What do you think the budget of this movie was? Was We've already Clerks? said that it was low, but what was Clerks? Clerks was Clerks was thirty-seven thousand uh, dollars. Mallrats was three million. Yeah, he got millions from Mallrats. So uh, Mallrats didn't do well in studios. I mean, in theaters. no, actually, Mallrats might have been more like six or seven million, and it made three million. Okay, and but they yeah they didn't do well in theaters. So when he came back, they were like, oh, we're not wasting no more money on them. I'm gonna say maybe one million. All right, the actual budget they ended up using was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which is nothing that's why I, I would everyone effects. that's another thing everybody that uh takes a big old dump on this movie needs to remember two hundred fifty thousand dollars. so let's yeah. let's put that to today let's equate that to today let's say you gave somebody a million dollars to make a movie would it be any good how many million dollar movies are you watching lately you're not even watching anything on netflix that's being so filmed for a million dollars no, and it's, they're bad sometimes and they're not a million yeah. dollars all right Sharknado so the film's more than a million the film's original budget was going to be three million dollars with miramax's support okay Here's where things fell apart. Um, Kevin Smith wrote this movie for Ben Affleck, Jason Lee, and Joey Lauren Adams. Miramax wanted to cast people who were celebrities. Okay. The year is 1995. Try to give me some names they might have put in there. Put 1995. Up. Who's famous in 1995? You can play at home, too, if you want. <laughs> Tim Allen. <laughs> 
Yeah, they were going to put a 40-fucking-year-old man in there. Listen, you idiot. I was watching Home Improvement. What else? Was he, a, like, a, a mid-20-something back then? I don't know. They play high school. Uh, Listen, Harry, there's at Harry least... Potter, one, the last Harry Potter movie, it was 50. There's at least one you should maybe be able to get. I'll try... One's kind of hard. I would have never gotten it, but... 1995, in the zeitgeist of famous stuff that's happening in 1995, what is super famous that year? I'll give you a hint. It's on TV. Uh, Which show is crushing it in 1995? 95? I can't even think. It's not Knight Rider. Oh, my God. I can't think of what's 95. It's We're not Knight Rider. <laughs> uh, is it? It's in 1995, not 1985. right. That's what I'm thinking. I'm trying to think. 95. What was I? I, was, I was doing a lot of things in 95 that wasn't watching TV. Oh, my um, God. Uh, I don't know, 90210, I guess. Okay. I think still, like a decade later, because <laughs> that show was off the air by then. Yeah? Yes! <laughs> well, listen, you're asking the wrong one. I told you I had a lot of stuff going what on. What would have been the most famous shows of the 1990s? I'll throw Seinfeld out, because that would be one, too. So, okay, we're in like, that era, Seinfeld. If I ask the average person, who's not an idiot, what's the most famous sitcom of the 90s? Okay. Well, what, would you, what would your answer be? <laughs> oh, my God. You're just... <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, all right, all right. Friends. Yes. Okay. It's so funny. My daughter is actually watching Friends, probably right now as we speak, and I can't I couldn't come up with it. So one of them, no, they're not. Yeah, so now you have a one in three shot to pick which person do they think they wanted to be in this movie. <laughs> I, I don't know if you've heard, but I'm not good with names. I know their names are Joey, Chandler, and I can't even remember the last okay. one. <laughs> uh, uh, I think Joey. Ross is Joey. the last one. I don't even watch a show when I know their names. <laughs> all right. Which one of them do you think they wanted to be in this movie? I'd have to say that the the Joey character. What's his name? <laughs> Wrong. Try again. <laughs> no, not the not the uh, not the Chandler guy either, right? Because I don't know the last. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Not Chandler either. Really? I, that's the guy I like the least in that movie. The last. I mean, yes, last David Schwimmer, who played Ross. Yeah, why? <laughs> who would he be? Um, the other male lead suggested was John Stewart. Oh, really? Who well, he was in a couple movies around this time, and it looked like he was picking up a little steam. But then that's right around the, when the Daily Show was going to hit. That's all I know. So, I, I said 95. I guess it's really ni- it's, uh, 97. Oh, I keep saying wow. You're I'm, off. See that? You're wrong. Oh. Friends was even bigger in 97. <laughs> I was going to say I, I'm, I'm still in, I'm still in Mallrats world saying 95. Yeah. I was so, say yeah, Al. John Stewart. John Stewart may have done uh, – he'd done a couple movies by then. He was famous, but it's, it's weird that they think he had celebrity status. <laughs> um, the other person – I don't know how to explain who the other person is. She would have been super famous. She was already – she'd been famous her whole life. Child actor. But she had just gotten famous again because of a movie that came out that year. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, you got that one. Yeah, because yeah, she was. So that was who they wanted. Movie. They wanted John Stewart, David Schwimmer, and Drew Barrymore. Imagine this movie with those three. No, I don't want to. I got to be honest. I'm out. Yeah, David Schwimmer's too whiny to begin with. That guy. <laughs> so John I guess Stewart, I, I guess John Stewart that. would be the banky role, right? Really? It, it doesn't make sense the other way. David Schwimmer's a whiny baby. He's got to yeah, be holding. He's got to be holding. Wow. Like, I can't watch David Schwimmer, like, try to woo Drew Barrymore. I mean, listen, I'll give you this. Like, Drew Barrymore probably, could probably cover that part of the movie. She'd probably be fine. I The two male leads? No, thank you. I can't imagine. No. I, I even thought the, the – I don't know his name, the guy who plays Joey. I thought him because, like, it seemed like girls liked him. You know, I don't know. The other two – I don't know. What a reason. Weird. Well, it seems like girls like him. Well, he's picking up girls. I figured he would be the one, you know, the one picking up Drew Barrymore. Yeah. So what happened was when Smith said he would rather do it with the three original actors, and Miramax could buy it for distribution, distribution, and then they offered him two hundred fifty thousand dollars to make it. Wow. All right. So we know what it costs. Time to go to the other half of that. 
What did it make? What did it make? I can't imagine it made a lot. I mean, I'm sure it made more than 250000 I don't know if we'd be doing this podcast if it didn't make more than that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and all I have is the lifetime gross, but I'm assuming it's never been re-released, so I'm sure it's pretty much what it made. Okay. The lifetime gross in theaters? Yeah. I don't have okay. VHS and DVD stuff. release. Yeah, okay. So, what, two, three million? It opened April 4th, 1997 for a lifetime gross of $12 million. Whoa. Really? That is a huge hit. Yeah, what the hell? Two hundred fifty thousand dollar movie, even with dis- um, even with marketing, you're thinking they probably didn't spend more than a million. It was only in five hundred and fifty theaters, which is nothing. Oh wow, yeah, that's nothing. I can't believe it made that much money. It did, because I mean, I'm sure it didn't hurt that Ben Affleck's star was on the rise at this point. Right. So yeah, this and this was like this was Kevin's big comeback because he had uh he lost a little shine after Mallrats. <laughs> And Mallrats isn't a, isn't a bad like it's people just didn't pick up on it I guess yeah and it took a while I mean probably around this time or shortly after during VHS right uh, Mallrats really found its audience and got popular and was getting a lot of rentals so it made its money eventually I, I would have to figure Mallrats would be would make more money than this because it's, it's uh, that's a that's a big old no I it's mean, visually I'll, I'll more look. pleasing you know you know I mean at least kids could kind of watch that one. <laughs> Mallrats lifetime grossed two million dollars. Wow, ten million more for this one. Mm-hmm. Well, this is considered a real movie, and Mallrats was in more theaters, eight hundred and fifty. Wow, I don't know. Maybe yeah, I maybe buddy. I need to watch this again because uh, it's not my favorite. I told you this is considered movie. a real movie. Like everybody took it. Mallrats was considered goofy kids comedy. This was like an adult relationship movie. Now we will watch it minute by minute. We'll see how what us and our guests think about that, whether right. it holds up or not. But. I'm literally watching it minute by minute at this point. <laughs> also, uh, uh, I almost forgot, but I will give the warning right now of this is a movie that actually handles real issues Yeah, that was made a long time ago, 22, what is it, 22 years ago? We should probably put a disclaimer in the beginning. <laughs> well, it's, this is the disclaimer right now. <laughs> no, I mean in the beginning of every episode. <laughs> no, this is it. You get one disclaimer. You should listen from episode one. So, two things. One... Um, while we'll pick on the movie where things have changed since then, uh, we will also give movie the movie credit where it was ahead of the game then or yeah. in the where it should have been. Uh, also, uh, Chris and I don't want to get attacked <laughs> for whatever our opinions may end up being. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna rag on this movie just like I did the other three we've done. So I, I don't want to hear about it. If, I guess if you're offended, you know you know where the door is. And you can just go out it. <laughs> see see you for dogma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you if you don't like it, yeah, we'll be back for dogma. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll lose we'll lose all the people, all the people that have problems with the uh, the Religious. sexual content in this. And then the next one, we'll lose all the god people. Yeah, yeah. So when do we get everybody back? Jane, Silent Bob, Strike back. I guess because we're probably gonna lose them for Clerks too. Too. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> yeah. Also, we're gonna bring it up now. It's the elephant in the room. Um, Chris and I have done three movies up to this point, and during each one of those movies, a main cast member has died. Oh. This is the movie where we're going to break the streak, Chris. I don't believe Because the only ones we consider major cast members are people whose names are in the credits. I don't believe you said it. Poor Banky. Poor, uh... <laughs> so as long <laughs> as none of the main actors whose names are in the credits die, I guess that would kind of include Kevin or Scott because they're in there too. Yeah. Then the curse is broken. We've, right. we're, we've done three movies. We've had three major deaths. Let's just do a marathon and record them all at once so that we can get done. <laughs> it doesn't help. We still got to release them. If, it, if they die during the release schedule, we're still screwed. We're still in trouble? Ah, yes. All right. So here's everybody. Everybody put out a good word. And, you know, if you see any of the actors from this movie, tell them to have a salad. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. don't want anything bad to happen. <laughs> don't, don't smoke around them. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't do anything to, to disturb their health. 
All right. Well, I don't have anything else, Chris. Do you? Um, there was a mention. I just wanted to go through real quick. There was a mention of during the comics of Walt Flanagan's dog, Clerks, RST video. Yeah, that's about it. And oh, and and um, it's what does it say? Oh, that's not that's not till the next minute. Never mind. That's it. And another news article was the end there. That's all I got. That was it. That's all you had for me. Yeah. All right. Well, do some plugs then, or plug plug like one thing. Plug, what do you want me to plug? Let's say, uh, go check out Mall Rats. Uh, <laughs> movies by minutes, Mall Rats. Because I don't want to talk about Clerks Minute because that's not us. <laughs> we are the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. Oh, <laughs> go to DuelingGenre.com and check out the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We did Clerks one minute at a time. We did Mall Rats one minute at a time, and we're going to try to do Chasing Amy one minute at a time. We'll see how far we get. We're going to try to do Chasing Amy. Well, that'll really inspire people to listen. <laughs> we'll see how far we get. Well, it's, it's, it's a cliffhanger to see how far we get. <laughs> well, we're going to try to do it together. One of us might bail. Well, if, if somebody in the cast doesn't die, maybe one of us will croak. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there stay, you go. Stay tuned. <laughs> if one of us dies, get your resume together. You can be the other co-host. <laughs> That's about all I got. You got anything else, Jeff? I do not have anything else. Uh, stay safe, neighbors. That means you didn't look up a line from the fucking... Oh, goddamn right I didn't look up. There's no lines. Nothing happens the first minute. Uh, yeah, I also gotta go out there and find out what the fuck my dog is doing. Yeah, there's something going on. She's been going bananas. I thought my wife was home. She was going so crazy. Yeah, there's something going on out there. Your house is getting robbed or something. But it's just the little dog. The yeah. other ones haven't done shit. That's weird. All right. This thing upload, I can't eat. I don't even have it open. Um, no, because I didn't stop it from recording yet. Oh, dear God. Well, I gotta find it. There we go. Now one of us is gonna croak. Great, thanks. <laughs>